Hey, thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from our guest speaker. I was praying for you, and I got that thing, and I got an interpretation. Um, and this, this isn't meant to be mean. I just think that God wants to open our perspective to give us an entirely different view on what we expect from him. So, uh, I'm a beautiful butterfly. So, this is what I thought it was. If you, if you heard what he said. He said, I'm finished. And he came out and he said, now I'm a beautiful butterfly. And then he said, look, I'm flying. And he wasn't finished. And he was not flying. <laughs> and they looked like ants because they were ants and they were right next to him. But in his mind, he was somewhere that he thought that he wasn't. And what I thought that was was somebody who had an encounter at a retreat and they thought that was the mountaintop. What if, guys, that's not the end. That's the very, 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 very beginning where he says, hey, will you follow me? You know, and and what if, uh, it's not the end that the encounter is not real. It's that God wants to do so much more. And what I feel like is we don't understand who God actually wants to be to us. Like sometimes the box we have is like, maybe maybe he'll get me this Wednesday at church. Or maybe next year at the retreat, I'm going to encounter him. And we miss what God wants to be for us on a daily basis. That there's so much more that he has. And that part of our perspective is like, do you guys know that guy's name? Who is it? No Bug Life fans here? The Fat Caterpillar. But sometimes that's our perspective, and it's so small compared to the real transformation and freedom that God has for us. Do you know that God actually has transformation, and he has real freedom? That, uh, that David, that it's actually a real thing, that you don't have to come here and fake it and get bored in worship, that he's real enough to actually be met and to give you literal freedom. Not, not hanging by a thread till Wednesday or the next encounter night, but God actually wants to transform you. And I want to talk a little bit about what that means. Um, I'm finished. What if you're not finished? What if you just got started? And when he says, I'm flying, I, I just had this thought. Here's, here's a test to know if you're flying. Um, because anybody can have an encounter. Okay, but here's like, you know, you do an oil check, you find out where you are. Um, So here's your test. How to tell that you're not flying. Ready? You're insecure. You get jealous over people when they get attention. You always compare yourself to other people. You gossip about other people. You talk about them behind their back. And then you say bad things. You make little cliques that rival with other cliques. And you create division. You live in lust. You get depressed. You lie to your parents. You live in fear and anxiety. 
You don't honor your teachers or authority. Listen, it's more than a moment in worship. God has real freedom for you to deliver you out of sneaking around and, and having a, exploiting an encounter with God and tell him you're flying or even telling yourself that you're flying. God has pure, real righteousness and deliverance for you where you don't need to live sneaking around and you don't need to live doubting yourself and you don't need to live showing off for somebody else because you actually know who you are. And I feel like we celebrate the encounters and guys, you're going to have more encounters. But the encounters are only the invitation to something way greater than an encounter. You know, um, nobody gets a ticket to fly to Hawaii and says, oh, this is so awesome. I'm so happy. This is great. I got a ticket. They get excited when they actually get on the plane and they get to go to Hawaii and they walk on the beach. What God has for you, the encounter is like getting a plane ticket, but it's really him saying this, follow me. Will you come after me? You know, otherwise, guys, what's going to happen is you're going to slip back into an old mindset and you're going to get depressed and you're going to say God's not real. Do you know who the Holy Spirit wants to be to you? Do you know who he wants to be in every situation? See, I think sometimes it's it's our shallow that calls to his deep and not that we're bad. We just never imagined that God could be that real, that close, that constant in every situation where there's not a person that you actually talk to where he doesn't have something to say, he doesn't have a peace or a presence to release, that he doesn't have a, a, some form of encounter. Listen, the encounter is never meant to end. There was an old school mentality where it's, I got saved and that's it, I'm going to heaven, but that's not what God wants. God wants to depressurize all of heaven and bring it down to earth. And he wants to do it directly through your life, directly through your heart and your experience. And I don't want a, a, an, a culture that celebrates fat butterflies. And I'm not diminishing the encounter. But there's a real freedom and a real transformation. And because you fell over or you shook or something like that, it does not mean that you're flying. Flying is when you have true purity and a good heart of love. And you're not competing with your peers. And you don't have to hide or lie to your parents. You actually have a heart of honor towards authority. You know, this, I'm not preaching legalism. I'm preaching transformation. When you lose all your fear of somebody being able to do something to you. Or authority being out to get you. And I'm not saying leaders are perfect. But I'm saying that what God has for you is for you guys to actually soar. To literally be free. And people look at you and say, oh my gosh. They, well, how are they so confident? When everyone says anything bad, they don't care. Listen, there's an identity that only comes from his presence. And what I'm preaching to you guys is this. It's humility. If you're one of those who says, look, I'm flying. And you're still sneaking around and lying and deceiving people and talking bad. No, you're not. You're on the ground, a fat caterpillar. And I'm calling you out not to hurt you, 
But because you're, 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 you're being deceived to thinking that you're somewhere that you're not. And you're calling what God calls bondage deliverance. It says this, it says that God, he opposes the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. That caterpillar was, that was pride. Humility is when you realize how long the journey is. And I'm not saying like torturously slow. I'm saying how much God has for you guys. You may be 1% of what God wants to do in the next five years. You may have experienced 1% of the depth of the power and the glory and the love and the freedom that he actually has for you. But, you know, posture accesses potential. And God doesn't make anybody do anything. What I'm saying, I mean, it won't make God love you more or less, but it might cause you to engage in the potential of this season and of your lives. Humility is irresistible before God. He can't, he can't help it. He's like, look at this person. They bowed down. I think that's why God comes on Zion every single Wednesday. And I'm not saying you have to fake it or do this in front of people. At the end of the day, it's your heart. But is humility a part of your, your posture towards God? Is humility a part of your posture towards others? Look, I'm, I'm trying to give you the keys to get more of God, to get more of the Holy Spirit. And humility, you know, I think Paul had more humility than anybody, and he had more God than anybody. It's not about being better than somebody. It's about being in a place where you're ready to get more. You know, humility is not shame. It's not self-hatred. It's actually just getting low so God can cover you. When you bow down, God stands up on your behalf. And if it's not a value of our heart, it's not going to be a value of our culture. And we could end up being a chubby caterpillar, you know? And God just has so much more. So I, I don't even know what I'm preaching because I didn't look at anything. So, God has real freedom for you. He has real transformation. My gosh, it feels so good. How good did it feel Saturday night? I mean, at the end. Woo! Didn't that feel like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. It feels so good. God has real freedom. He has real transformation. He doesn't want to give you a moment. A moment is not in his heart. A moment is the beginning where you say, man, I will seek him no matter what. So here's the secret. The blood of Jesus, it it pays for your sins. It takes care of all your history. Every, Every sin you ever did, completely erased. And do you know what? Every sin that you commit tomorrow, completely erased. But the Holy Spirit delivers you from the power of sin in a moment where you don't need forgiveness because you have transformation and wholeness and healing. God's plan for you is to, so you humble yourself 
And the Holy Spirit comes on you in such a way that it breaks the chains in your life. What if you didn't need to live out of forgiveness because you lived out of power? What if it's not just about forgiveness, it's about deliverance every moment of every day? What if it's the Holy Spirit is what God wants to give you to give you practical and functional freedom every day? And when you bow down, he's like, oh, I'm coming. I can't stop. It's irresistible to him. You know, I think that Saturday night might have been God's definition of full. You know, what would it feel like if you got to live that way every day with God? Listen, that's what all the prophetic words say about you guys. That's what it's saying God wants to do. But you cannot have a chubby caterpillar mindset. There's got to be a humbleness and a brokenness every time. And it's, it's not that God doesn't love you. It's that you're posturing yourself for something so much greater than you are. Somebody say amen or something. Thank you. I was seeing who would say this something. Listen, you cannot be set free by trying harder. It's impossible. You can try the rest of your life to determine to overcome something. You might get some of them taken care of. But you know what delivers you? Continually receiving massive amounts of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God's healing and deliverance. And I want you to, to change your perspective where you get up in the morning, you don't say, man, I hope it's a good day. But you get up in the morning, you bow down and say, Holy Spirit, I need you, I need you, I need you, I need you. Do you know how much he wants to show up in your life? I'm trying to create bigger containers for encounter. Bigger containers for how you walk with him. There's a, there's a mentality shift that he wants to give us. Do you know who he wants to be for you tonight? Like the Holy Spirit really wants to be something for you. He really wants to meet you in some way. He really wants to be a presence. He really wants to be a voice of encouragement. Remember this, I said, if it's not personal, it's not powerful. Do you know that you need the Holy Spirit? Or do you want to live by a perpetual forgiveness? And I'm not saying it's not beautiful and glorious when God forgives you. But his plan is to break the chains and bring such radical freedom in this place. And it's by this, by what happened Saturday night that that becomes a lifestyle within you guys. Have you ever said to the Holy Spirit, I need you? Yeah, me too. I've said it like 150 times in the past week. And it's not like he's gone. It's not that way at all. I just realized that freedom is where he is. Freedom is only where he's present. Um, and what if this, guys, what if intimacy is not what happens when you're alone with God? What if intimacy is what walks with you throughout your day? 
What if intimacy wants to come to school with you and show up and give you a peace that surpasses understanding and a word of encouragement for every person you talk to? You know, I think what happens in secret is not meant to stay there. It's meant to walk with you. You know, one of the names for Jesus was Emmanuel. You guys know what it means? God with us. Something like that? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. God with us. God with us wants to walk with you. Do you understand how much? Are, are you in a posture that's, that's going to allow the fullness of what he wants to do to come into your life? You guys ever say more, Lord? <laughs> I do all the time. All the time. I heard this phrase for tonight. I heard delightful dependence. Delightful dependence. Will you become so addicted to this presence, so addicted to the freedom, who is the person of God himself? It's not no restraints. It's the person of God himself. kept praying this. I said, God, I want to keep the Holy Spirit on a really short leash. Like, I don't want you to go far from me. Do you really know that he is the only thing that's going to set you free? And do you really realize the exploits he wants to do? I'm telling you, God wants to release such an addiction to his presence. Man, I've seen it. I've, I've just fell in love with the presence of God. And spent time with him, spent time with him, then go in public, and the craziest things you could ever imagine happen. Where the God who, who chases the one starts showing up through your life. Okay, so. Transformation is totally available. You guys, you don't have to live in bondage. But, you know, it says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I just want to lay a pathway out before you so you never think that this is what it is. And I have to stay in this uh, emotional stuck place or I have to stay depressed or I have to go back to trying to win the affection of my friends so I feel good about myself. The Holy Spirit wants to meet you and overwhelm you completely. And so you don't live by a conference, but what's personal becomes powerful in your life. And it becomes your Holy Spirit and your friend and your deliverer. He wants you to know him in a more personal way. Where he's not a power, he's a person. Who has a feeling and has a heart. I just think that God wants real butterflies here. And guys, they're going to come. You guys are awesome. You're on the way. They're going to be real butterflies here. They're going to be people who are so free in this room that they're going to change the world without an ounce of fear in the process, without an ounce of doubt in the process. And it's going to be because they are so full of the Holy Spirit. See, deliverance is just another name for deep relationship. Deliverance that just happens and you don't know him, that's not deliverance. Deliverance is deep relationship with the Holy Spirit.
And deep relationship, I mean, guys, it's not a work. It's not like, oh, man, how many prayers did I pray tonight? Remember, God doesn't want your effort. He wants your participation. So here's my question. Listen, when you bow down, I mean literally bow down, that you're actually making a place to participate with the Holy Spirit. And that it might accelerate your transformation and growth if you take that posture. At the end of the day, it's just this. God wants to be intimate with you. But he doesn't want you to be careless about him. He wants you to so value him that you say, God, do not take your presence from me. I don't want to wait for a Wednesday night. I don't want to wait for a retreat. I want to live out of this lifestyle where you're my Holy Spirit, where you're my best friend, where you're my encounter that doesn't end. He doesn't want you to know about him. He wants you to know him directly. He doesn't want secondhand knowledge. He wants friends in this room. So, that's late enough. Um, Let's do this. Why don't you guys get on your knees? Just put them underneath you, okay? I'm just going to pray for you, you know. I speak, I just, I'm trying to give you guys pathways to get more. Because it's not an encounter. I don't want you to wait for a preacher or a prophet to come here. I want you guys to go directly to heaven yourself and have the power of deliverance living inside of you. And I want to tell you that it's possible. It's not far off. It's not a million years away. But that as you posture yourself like this, that God will come. It's undeniable. It's irresistible. So close your eyes if you want. Don't, don't get on your knees before me. Do it before God. Do it before the one who it actually matters for. Okay, and I'm just going to pray some things over you. Lord, I just pray for all of these holy lives. And I pray, Father, that those who are expecting some, I pray that you would multiply their vision and their expectation. And I pray that it would be so real, God, that every time that they they get low before you, that grace would increase upon their life, God. Lord, I pray that, that they would become so hungry and devoted to God. Lord, I pray for humility over, over this entire group. I pray that it would become personal and there begin to be transformations in a more powerful way, God where we'd start doing secret things that nobody sees towards our friends and our parents, Lord. God, I pray that you'd release encounters with the love of God and encounters with the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray that you'd break off the distance and I pray that there'd be just visitation after visitation over this group. And I pray, God, that this posture would not be something we have in a season, but it'd be something that defines our existence before you, Father. Lord, I ask that you would change our hearts and that you would uh, break the power of delusion that makes us chubby butterflies. God, I pray for true humility just to rest in the heart of this ministry, God. Father, thank you for how you visited us. Thank you for how you invited us. I just pray that you'd release a following grace, God. God, that day by day, we would get up and take our posture before you.
And I just pronounce complete and total forgiveness over each and every one of you, regardless of what you did this week or what you did last month or how you failed God. I just say all God wants to do is meet you. And all he's asking you to is just give him a little bit of space. Give him a little bit of room. So, Father, I thank you for the flame that's resting on each one of them, God, that is just, it's just you and them, God, and they're an altar that you can burn on. And I just pray that it get more personal and it would get more powerful. In Jesus' name, amen. This podcast was recorded live at a Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.